Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All y'all Warriors fans, Dub Nation, yeah, extra, extra, read all about it. Old Kevin Durant's back. Y'all finally got y'all wish. Y'all better not lose, because I don't want to hear nothing. We got all that and more NBA playoff stars right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> I mean, they relentless with it. They don't. They, I told you, I have no pool in this building. They blow. They just gonna play this song. They're gonna play this song. Hey, Yay! Scorpions. Mm-hmm. I didn't even take that over my own track. But uh, <laughs> you sure? I will, man. They, they're a little more polished, a little more uh, accomplished than myself. Um, my my twenty year old self doing songs and my oh, you know. My, I take your track any my, day. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Welcome, man. Everybody here, man. Um, NBA playoffs after Bullets TV uh, games three and four. Preview in game five. Uh, before I get started and go crazy and lose my mind, I'm gonna start to my far level. Got my brother Batman, my road dog back here, man. Just like old times. David H. Bloom in the building. What's good, boy? What's, What's good? good? How's it going? Uh, Interesting finals, huh? Well, I don't, you, you, don't, you, know, you know where I'm at, so I'm just keep my mouth shut. Interesting Cause, cause one. Because one of us over here was talking Toronto. The other one was mocking the one that picked Toronto. I ain't gonna say no names. That's none of my business, but I'm gonna just wait till tonight's over. In the spirit, in the spirit of of what? Oh my God! This it, is where Dan, this is the moment where Daniel's son must admit and kowtow to Mister Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it, man. <laughs> this is okay. when the sensei is listen, listen. The sensei, Sifu, the master of sports, has spoken, and his pupil, his disciple. Who is amazing? Must admit, I might be onto something here. I yeah, could be onto something. I was a bit wrong about this one. I will say. Okay, go ahead. The thing that threw me off, that really threw me off, was the whole. It wasn't the storyline that everyone said that the Warriors are better without Kevin Durant, but it was the way they played versus the Trailblazers. Now, given, yeah, the Trailblazers, you know, they didn't play great, but they played good enough to beat two powerhouse teams to get to a place to face the Warriors. True. And how they played, how they swept right through them, how they, you know, finished off the Rockets very easily without Kevin Durant, it really put this idea in my mind that, oh, okay, they have the chemistry like they did when they went 73-9. and mm-hmm. I mean, me obviously forgetting what happened when they went 73-9 and nine in the finals. And still they, still, they still have the best regular season record ever. ever. And that was without a Kevin Durant. And that was a chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. But that was against the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Coming into probably the... Well, now, you know, the best team in the East, probably top two. I think the Bucks just had a t- couple tough games. I still think they're, they're going to be up there for a while if Giannis, you know, develops the jump shot. Mm-hmm. Coming into this finals, I, I was on this kind of, this high of like, okay, they don't need Kevin Durant. They don't need him there because they have the chemistry and Steph can shoot and Clay can shoot him out of the building and Draymond brings the energy and, you know, Cousins is back and he's, he's good, right? He's an all-star. He's good. He was one of the best Kings players Once upon ever. a time. Once upon a time before the ankle injury or Achilles injury. And now, 
the Warriors in game one, you know, we saw it was a tough back and forth, but the Rocket Rockets, oh my god, the Raptors, mm-hmm. the Raptors, I, I'm not used to a finals being played in Canada, mm-hmm. so excuse me a moment. Mm-hmm. The Raptors, they took game one, and then, you know, game two, tough battle, tough battle. The Raptors are fighting back in the end, but the Warriors take the third quarter, and, you know, they win on an Iguodala three, and, oh, everyone's cheering, and it's great. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a great finals, back mm-hmm. and forth. And then we hit up game three. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the Warriors, mm-hmm. which is, it's this, you can build a team around all-stars, and you could put five all-stars on your team, right? Mm-hmm. But once you lose a couple of them, mm-hmm. and keep in mind, they lost, what, two? Mm-hmm. Two of the biggest ones behind Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. No offense, Draymond Green, but offense, Draymond Green. It goes, you know, Steph, Katie, well, Clay. He, know, he knows the tier, whether he knows it or not. He knows whether where he, he likes to admit it he or not. He knows where he, he is. is. He's, he's four. He's and, fourth option. And now, you know, Clay's out, and Katie's been out this whole time. So now it's Steph Curry only. Mm-hmm. And he drops 47 points. Balling. And that was amazing. Yes, it was. And he's dropping 22 at halftime, and I'm going, okay. But then, man, mm-hmm. you can't win a ball game without your team. It doesn't matter who you have on the team. It doesn't matter if Steph Curry is dropping 47 points. There is no way in hell any team, even the Warriors, can win against a strong team like the Raptors without their guys. Going to Game 4, you get Klay Thompson back, but the Raptors already have so much momentum at Oracle. You heard the fans singing, Oh Canada, at the end of Game 3. Mm. They have so much momentum going into this game. And really, to get into Game 4, I'll, I want to get your thoughts on this. On the third quarter specifically, mm-hmm. in Game 4, Raptors versus Warriors. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? Um, I think they won a 31-17. Um, points wise, and they dropped 31 points. I think they only took 17 or 19 by the Warriors in that third quarter, which was the deciding part of the game. The, mm-hmm. the, 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 the three by a block had to get their lead. Um, deadly? Uh, it's interesting, man. What's, 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 the series is not over. Games games are not over. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night to close this out. Don't mess don't mess around. Don't waste any time. This is what I said when we we can we can rewind back to when we first did this show. It's been months since we did this show. Months. The playoffs have been going I, on for a long while. I said if the Warriors lose, it will be because of lack of depth. And people scoffed. They said, "What are you talking about?" I am a firm believer. I don't give a damn who you have starting five. Mm-hmm. I do not care. I don't care because it all it takes is one guy to get hurt. So you keep saying your starting five's good, and we only go seven or eight deep in the playoffs. Well, that's a coaching problem. I don't care coaches that do that. We tighten up our rotation. Who the hell says you got to tighten up your rotation? Who says that? Why do you have players there? Nick Nurse is going deep into that bench, man. Oh, oh my he God. Got, he has players. So this is what you do. So what I'm trying to say is when you get a Kevin Durant, you have to give up your bench. And that's what they did. They tried to supplement with different players, like a you know, like a Looney and a Cook, and and you add and, and Jarepko, and we'll just put these guys here. We'll pick up Andrew Bogut, who was the MVP and the most valuable player in the Australian league, to show you how good he still is. Mm-hmm. Still the best player in Australia. He's still great. So they got him. They do all these Enough. things, but yeah, they, but they do all these things, and they think it's going to translate. But what happens when somebody in your starting five goes down? Exactly. What happens when somebody else goes down? Mm-hmm. And what happens when somebody else goes down? They had about, yeah, they had, you know, Clay, KD, and Looney. That's what I'm saying. And they, they, All go down. And Boogie. 
You see what I'm saying? You see? Like, this is what I'm talking about. And they had Steph and Draymond That's trying to win a game. Trying to win a game. So what I'm trying to say is this is not over yet. Like, if, if Durant is even half the, the player that he could be, which I don't know how the hell he would, all this hype and hoopla, and he come back and drop like 50 tonight, I will declare him the greatest player ever. He, ever. Not he, on era, ever. Ever. I, if that's, he comes that's... out tonight... After a month layoff, I will say he wow. is the greatest basketball player to ever live. If he drops 40 tonight, I'll be like, that's the best player ever. He has not played basketball in a month. <laughs> if he comes back on that defense and drops 40, I will come on this show and declare him the greatest player to ever live. So with all you the think I'm, you think that's not fair? With all the uh <laughs> with all the discussion we've had on the show about, you know, who's the greatest? LeBron, MJ, you all this, their era. Their era. If KD comes out 40. And drops 40-plus. Greatest player of all time. Greatest player of all time. All, no all, matter all that we've said. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Damn. I don't give a damn. You kidding me? I, I took a week off of basketball. I couldn't even shoot. So, like, if that's, he takes a month. I'm t- no, that's true, though. I will make the decree. That's true. When I you, dare you. When you take time off of anything you do, especially if it's a sport, I know, for me, Yes, I play basketball. Yeah, I'm 5'4". I'm 18. I was 5'4". Dave, you know, people don't know that. When I was 17, I was about 5'4". Yeah, I play way. basketball. But when I take about a month off, even less, when I take two weeks off, I lose my jump shot. You know, Everything. my dribble moves go. My passing goes. My IQ goes. That's just how it works. Now, granted, I ain't a national basketball association basketball player. Never have been. Got to the D-League trial. Got to the D-League draft. Got cut. So that's the extent of my NBA prowess. Me. Me. It's about KD. <laughs> me. Yeah. Like, almost. So, like, I could drop, like, 30 tonight. Yeah, but listen, if KD drops 40. I'm telling you, greatest player of all time. Uh, shout out to Michael Blake, Star Drew. Uh, Dan, what's good? Uh, Charlene, always was going on. Boo, what's good? Uh, hey, what one was good? Oh, no, 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 no. You think that's about it? Yeah, um, everybody. Please subscribe, like, and subscribe. Have everything out the Buzz TV. Five stars, please. We appreciate everything that you do. Appreciate you tuning in every week with us. We really do, no matter if it's four or four hundred thousand. I appreciate y'all. But just getting down to, to brass X, we're gonna get into it a little bit more. Um, I wanted uh, Tony Parker announce his retirement. Yes, he did. I wanted to get your thoughts on his career and overall him as a player, as far as where he ranks as a point guard, and just um, sum up his body of work. Man, Tony Parker. You know, with him retiring, that ends the uh, the Duncan, Manu, and Tony era. Forever. Man. Is it? That's, wow. Mm-hmm. I am, I grew up in the era of, of Tony Parker. You did. I was, you know, a young kid when Tony Parker was really, I mean, he got him in the Hornets jersey, man. I know, but that's where he ended his it's career. It's where he ended his career in it Charlotte. Look, it don't look good, do I it don't, I don't it like it don't on him. It not look right, man. Um, no, I grew up, you know, watching those, you know, Heat Spurs finals, just seeing Parker play out of his mind. See, the thing is, people nowadays and kids nowadays, they see Tony Parker and they're like, oh, the Spurs are washed up. Tony's yeah, washed up. I know. He's not really doing good. But people don't remember how great of a player Tony exactly. Parker was. His floater game. The way he shot the ball, you know, from inside the key over defenders was phenomenal. He's a great finisher, yeah. Amazing finisher. Amazing mid-range shot. Yeah, he, he, could, he developed it, too. He developed it, too, early on. And he could pass like nobody else. Really. And the way he worked. I mean, he Tony Parker is the type of player that needs players around him. Not necessarily because he can't do it on his own. I mean, it's obviously hard yeah. to do it on your own. Yeah. But other players, they make him better. And he can make players around him better. Yeah, he Same. was. A, yeah, he was like a def- he's like a like a better offensive Rajon Rondo at mm-hmm. times. You know what I mean? Rajon's mm-hmm. a, a better passer, but they their game is similar as far as impact. Very similar. Being being kind of overlooked, and we know Timmy Duncan's the foundation, but but. 
without a solid point guard, making the right decision, getting your players in the right position, getting your per- person in the post, redirecting the post, pick and roll. He's great in pick and roll. He, when you have a when you have a point guard that is a threat to hit a thir- thirteen to eighteen foot jumper off the pick and roll, mm-hmm. you have to worry about the roll and the jump shooter. He did a lot of those things, man. Um, uh, first battle Hall of Famer. Oh, of course. Um, I hate that he carried the ball every time he touched it, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something, that I, oh, that's something that I can. It took me a long time to get over, but I just said, you know what? In light of his retirement, I will give him a pass today. Tomorrow, I'm gonna be talking. But Lord have mercy, boy, that boy travel, man. Phil Jackson, you watch back in the day. Phil Jackson used to walk up and down the court when when he dribbled to the ref and just do like this with his hand. He would do like this with his hand to the ref. He would like every time he would dribble just to see if the ref would call it, man. He would just do this. He's carrying the basketball. Yeah, he. Oh Lord, he's a. I, carry I've ever seen. I can't ever. deny all the uh, all the amazing dribble oh moves, though. Oh my god, he can dribble, but why he got to carry? When I, but let me tell you, for, just, for let me just lay, set set the record straight of what a carry actually does. Mm-hmm. A carry is not just basketball a, rules. Of that yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm about to drop it real quick because everybody, what everyone says is a carry is an illegal play. But what, what, what's all the hubbub? What's all the why is everyone all flustered? Let me tell you why. Because what a carry does, it makes a defensive player thinking you're picking up the ball. Mm-hmm. It so literally is a split second, so they stop. So when they think they're picking up two ball to shoot and you don't, they and you go by them. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know, man. It's 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 so infuriating to me because I used to play against people that would travel all the time. I'm like, he got by me. I said, of course he got by me. I thought he's picking up his dribble. Once you can pick up your dribble and still go by people, yeah, you are. What I'm trying to say is you had a decided advantage when you can. And then go like this. That's that's just a, that's like an <laughs> alternate double dribble. Like the, One, the re- it's true. The reason why AI yeah. never got caught because AI was too fast with it. Oh, he was quick with it. It's too he fast. go put it up mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> he go no the AI crossovers. You go it's over like, it. Yeah. But nobody sees it. You, you go so fast that nobody knows. Yeah, if you it. if you're clever, if you have trickery, if you have hocus pocus, if you walking around like the black David Blaine, man, it's nothing this fine. Old black Chris Angel walking around here, AI. If that's what you can do, that's fine. But I'm talking about Tony Parker's slow motion matrix style. Carry, oh god! But anyways, congratulations, congratulations, <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, all-time great, Tony Parker. Man, that dude be carrying, man. Oh my god! But Phil Jackson, Phil, Phil Jackson be like up and down, uh-huh. up and down the court because it's it's technically a double dribble because once you go under the ball, the ball is picked up. It's declared to be picked up. So if you put it back on the that's ground, what I'm saying. that's a double that's dribble. A double dri- oh, if you go into your triple threat and you put the ball back down on the ground, that's that's also a double dribble. Carrying the ball. Same thing. I shall move on. Um, yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you real quick, get your thoughts hmm. on something, hmm. man. I said, I said, uh, they always throwing different people at me to come on this show, and I'm like, nope. I don't want them coming on the show, man. I want David Bloom to come on this show. Now, right? I'm only doing this show with David Bloom. Mm-hmm. Spike Reed is my personal choice, so that's the only other person I want to see on this table next to me when it comes to basketball. That's just how I feel. So, with with that being said, man, I'm gonna I I, I ask you, I say this to you because I'm gonna say something to you, and I already know probably what you're gonna say, mm-hmm. but I I could be wrong. It's the beauty of some of this time. Huh. It's, it's like story time, but it's not like story time. So, 2015 Conference Finals. Okay. Uh, versus uh, the 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 Golden State Warriors versus New Orleans, Drew Holiday goes down. Oh, okay. 2015 Conference Semifinals versus Memphis, Mike Conley and Tony Allen go down. Uh-huh. Um, Tony Allen missed Game One. Um, in, in Game Four, uh, 2015 Conference Finals versus Houston, Patrick Beverly goes down. Ooh. 2015 versus Cleveland, Kyrie and Kevin Love go down. Yeah. 2017 Quarterfinals, Yusef Nurkic goes down. 
2017 mm-hmm. semifinals, George Hill goes down. Mm-hmm. 2017 uh, conference finals, San Antonio, Kawhi Leonard, and Tony Parker go down. That says that was a Pachulia stat, man. Okay, so you heard, I, heard, I said a lot of stuff about people mm-hmm. going down. Right? Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people go down. Okay, so what, what, what my question to you is, mm-hmm. do you give a damn about these Warriors injuries? Do you feel bad at all? Because I recall Chris Paul and Blake Griffin going down and nobody caring. Nobody making excuses for him. Nobody saying, oh, what if? When all of a sudden, when all these injuries pile up for the poor Warriors, everyone's acting like this is the most sad situation ever when Lob City had one of the greatest teams ever assembled and they couldn't get over him because of injuries. No one cared. They go, oh, that's basketball. Oh, that's basketball. Kyrie, Kevin Love go down. Delavadova, second best player on the court. Oh, that's just basketball. The Warriors earned this. So why should I care that the Warriors are battling injuries? What say you? Well, I appreciate the best, one of the best teams ever it is, assembled. It was. It was. It man. was, though. It was. That's the it thing was. that hurts me the most about that team and being a fan of that team was it was one of the best teams ever at was one of the best teams assembled based on chemistry, based on, you know, just how much the city loved them. Lob City grew out of the out of just the ashes of all these terrible seasons and all of a sudden we were making the playoffs and the Clippers were, you know, going past rounds and the thing that would stop the Clippers every single time was an untimely injury to Chris Paul, an untimely injury to Blake Griffin. That one game in his entire career that DeAndre Jordan didn't play because he is an Iron Man for sure. You know what I'm so do you care? Oh, I don't care. Exactly. Because here's the thing, is everybody's going to say, and when, you know, when teams are amazing and when there's dynasties, like you have the Heat dynasty and you had like the Lakers dynasty, mm-hmm. the Celtics dynasty, you know, this Warriors dynasty right now, they get coddled by everybody. Oh, they're amazing and we should give them so much praise and they have the biggest bandwagon. And when they get injured, oh, poor Clay Thompson. I really hope he gets better. I would never wish injuries on anybody. No, who does? No. Never. Oh, uh, me? I would never want to see anybody hurt. Oh, oh, somebody on the, oh, uh, Kyrie's hurt? That's, that's just that how it works. Whatever. It's dumb because you can't just assign all these rules and all these, if it's basketball, it's basketball. And the idea that Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson were hurt and, you know, Boogie's fighting injury, that's basketball. Right. We are human beings. We have fragile bodies and we can get hurt. And you see, like, the thing to me that trips me out the most is when I see, you know, athletes walking around in crutches or casts or anything like that. Because I'm like, oh, they got hurt. It's like when you're on the playground and you fall and you break your arm. They got hurt. And, you know, to see them walking around like that, you realize how much athletes get hurt in sports. So that's either either you pad up sports so much. And this is different than, you know, NFL concussion stuff. I think that needs to be in its own realm of being taken care of. I agree. But when I'm talking about injuries... You either pad up sports to a point where they're unwatchable or injuries are part of the game. Now, people are going to look at, you know, KD's injury and Clay's injury and, you know, even Kawhi's injury with Zaza Pachulia. And you're going to say, oh, you know, nobody said anything about that stuff. They just said, oh, this is a historic Warriors run. When I just laid out to you so many things that happened mm -hmm. in their favor, now that the tables are turned and they have to literally pull this out. They have to rushing back Kevin Durant because I don't give a damn what he said. That's that's an Achilles thing. He's, so that's Achilles. He's no not hundred percent. You know, so like, what I'm trying to say, they're rushing him back, and everyone's saying injury, injury. No, stop trying to change the narrative, man. To a, a Raptors team that's beating the brakes off this team. They are, and the thing about the Raptors too is the reason why they're different. And people say, oh, you know, LeBron could have beat the he beat the Raptors. He wouldn't beat this Raptors team. But this Raptors I team, I promise you, one, 
The depth is phenomenal. It's the depth, man. New guys like Pascal Siakam and the emergence of Van Vliet and Norman Powell I am telling are amazing you. as shooters as well as drivers. Pascal Siakam is one of the best just improvements I've seen ever out of what a, a two year player. He's now? a great defender. Too. Amazing defender, amazing finisher at the rim. But the thing that really separates this Raptors team is, of course, Kawhi Leonard. In the way that Kawhi Leonard's play, and you saw this when he he has Finals experience. He has finals experience versus the Heat. And versus that Heat team. That was a dynasty. You know why they stopped becoming a dynasty? Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. You know why this Warriors team is, you know, their dynasties feels like all of a sudden it's on the brink of extinction? Tonight's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, he plays with this, this fearless energy. And he surrounds himself with good enough talent to carry a team in the way that he energizes the people around him in order to take down dynasties. He finds... Kawhi Leonard is the player that finds the weaknesses in teams that seem impenetrable. Mm-hmm. He has built that team, and he has led that team to poke holes in the Warriors, in their system. Yeah, well, Same thing he did with the Heat. Yeah, what people don't really understand about Kawhi is if, y'all, if people don't know why Kawhi is the way he is, and I'm telling you, these sportscasters, they, they, they only tell you parts of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. everyone, No one ever really explained why Kawhi is probably the way he is until I had to do a little bit of research. I actually had to do some work. Man. Ooh, work yeah, for this show. Yeah, I know I do a little work a little for this show, man. Listen, wow. Kawhi Leonard allegedly has saw his father murdered in front of him. Wow. See, a lot of people don't know this because these sportscasters, they have to act like real world doesn't exist. And they come and just talk about little sports and stuff. But that has defined his entire life. Oh, my See, God. That's why yeah. he doesn't smile. That's why he doesn't laugh. That's why he doesn't joke. He's seen his father get murdered in front of him. So what I'm trying to say is, if you think this game bothers him, you're crazy. Like no. he just quoted him. He was like. I don't feel any pressure to close. He's not. See, what another athlete, it's nonsense. With Kawhi, he's serious. He's seen the worst he could ever see. See, and This people, game is nothing to him. People don't realize that the real world and sports are combined with players. 100%. It's a game of psychology. They're and, human beings. And, you know, there's so many amazing stories of players doing amazingly when faced with tragedy. Real-life events inspire players and you know it can hold players back but it can also push players forward in high school chris paul dropped 61 points for his grandfather yeah. who recently passed away yeah who was murdered yeah he i mean it's chris paul how many times is he doing that you remember remember isaiah thomas mm-hmm. for the celtics that year mm-hmm. after his sister passed away amazing and so like but, but so that's but what i'm trying to say is that what happened to him is bigger than basketball. So when you ask him, he feels any pressure to close. He really means no. So what I'm trying to say is, Warriors, you guys have your work cut out for you tonight. Yeah. You're going to have your work because he doesn't see it the way. He doesn't look at it like 3-1. He looks at it like, I need to get four games. That's how he, he's a very practical thinker because something very real has happened to him in his lifetime where he doesn't gauge it. And I'm sitting here walking around like everybody is all these sports pundits are talking about his demeanor. And wait a minute. Do y'all know this? I know y'all know this information. What? What the hell? I think that's why he acts the way he acts. It could be. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the many reasons. It's probably, you know, in his in his psychology and his genes. There's many there's many psychological he, reasons he, why people are like what they are like. I just put it like this, I just think it's safe to say seeing his dad get killed might have defined his existence. So I, can, I'm going out on a limb here. It's, it's a good limb to go out on because it gives it it'd give you a purpose. It'd give you something to fight for. Um, immense tragedy can inspire players and inspire just people in general. So to, so him going about his business and him doing his thing, it's like I said, basketball is, is a little bit different to him. It's not just a game to him. It's it's a little bit more. It's more than that. What I, if people are wondering why he's such a killer, 
This is why, he guys. fights for something, It's man. just something a little bit different. It's, it's hard to explain to people that really don't understand. All these reporters keep... I stop asking this dude questions. Don't even ask him questions. Unless it's really, really, really smart and clever. Stop asking Kawhi questions because he's going to give you a very basic answer. But it's like, that's how he really feels, though. Yeah. You see, he's, he's like, oh, no, I don't see the reason. Like, he goes, how, how, what, what, is this, what does this mean to you to close out uh, and, and bring a championship to Toronto? He goes, I don't know. You got to ask the people of Toronto that. Yeah, like, he's like he goes ask them how because I'm not Canadian. That's what he's thinking. No, of himself, I mean he's not. He came on this team for one year and he's about to win a championship. Maybe he needs one. Maybe he needs one game. That game is tonight. I don't know if he's going to close it out, but I'm telling you one thing. I do know. I'm guarantee you he's guarding Kevin Durant. Oh hell yeah, he is. Guarantee you, and that's crazy. He's going to guarantee you. They can switch and pick and all this up. Kawhi is going to be the primary defender on Kevin Durant. That kid plays no games, man. He's a he's a defense. He's a defender first. All this scoring is just par for the course. All this mm-hmm. scoring he's been doing, averaging more points than anybody in the playoffs right now, that's just icing on the cake. He's a defender. He is he is just such a great player in the in the realm of fundamentals. And playing under, you know, Popovich and seeing guys... Changed everything. Changed everything for him. I mean, you see how Pop coached guys like, you know, Tim Duncan. He's the best coach ever, man. My, my favorite coach. Best coach time. ever. He understands the game like nobody else. Mm-hmm. And you see how, you know, Duncan focused really a lot on his fundamentals and how he and Robinson just complimented each other. And then you see Manu, a guy who was picked, what, last? Last? Late, late, late in the draft. Seeing something they didn't, man. Comes up and he's one of the you know one of the best Spurs of all time. Yeah, R.C. Buford and Greg Popovich is to me. I'm telling you, nobody talks about it. Everybody ever talks about the Patriots because it is harder to win. I wouldn't say harder. It's, it's subjective. Um, equally as hard to win a Super Bowl as it is to win an NBA championship. Yeah, about. But, but I just think put it like this: the reason why I think the Spurs are the greatest organization in sports is because of none of the nonsense, none of the spy gating and this gate and the no, gate and they water, play fair and Watergate and this gate and picket fence gate and all this other stuff. And they've always been good too. Yeah, so like that, that that combination between RC finding these overseas players in Popovich's take no prisoners, he coaches players like they used to be coached until they forgot they were superstars. Popovich don't care about any of that. He'll bench you. Yeah, he don't care about any of that. That's why I think LeBron James never wanted to go there because my, my biggest knock on my favorite player of all time is he don't he thinks he he thinks he can't be coached, which is. Crack smoke. Anybody can be coached. And that's what my biggest knock on the king is. He thinks he can't be coached. And I'm telling you right now, Popovich has forgotten more basketball than LeBron James will ever know. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. I pro- From an X's and O's standpoint. So it would have behooved him to go there, but he didn't want to go there because he wanted to be coached. I'm a firm believer in anyone that goes to the Spurs, they want to be coached. The thing how, this, how Kawhi and the Spurs fell out to me was a personal thing. His uncle and all this other stuff that happens, I think he thought that they betrayed him. They put all that business out in the media, and he didn't want him to do that, and he got pissed. And then he left. Yeah. But as you can see, when they played the game together, Toronto versus San Antonio, at the end of the game, Popovich pulled him aside. They had a talk. They had a hug. They had a handshake. Everything's fine. It was a clean, very clean break from the team going to a new team. It had to happen. It had to happen. But the thing with Kawhi on the Spurs that's different than Kawhi on the Raptors is the way the Raptors play the game is Kawhi and all the people around Kawhi. You know, Lowry and Siakam and Powell. They're all And, you know, Gasol and all those players. Ibaka even. They're all complimenting Kawhi. The way Pop saw it was, Kawhi is one of the players in our rotation. He is part of our system. He goes well with all the players here. Is he better? Or is he better than all of them? Sure, but you know, he's just he's he's just a player, a cog in the system. And, and, That's um, how it works. And before I get sidetracked, man, um, and, and Nick, Nick Nurse, they, they they need to change and make an, an award. They need to do coach of the playoffs. They really do. Because I'm telling you right now, 
I, I have never seen a more masterful job. If he closes this series out in five games, I don't hear nothing about no injuries. I don't hear nothing about no stub toes. I don't want to hear nothing about no hamstrings. But that's what you're going to get. Because let me tell you that's something That's what right you're going to get right now. This is, what, this is my biggest pro- It's because, listen, Nick Nurse is, and it's not the boxing one that everyone's freaking out about. It, it's, his, it's his willingness to do the boxing one. That literally, I, and I, right hand to God, the last time I ever seen a boxing one is when we played it against this kid. Oh, my God. Oh, Vincent Pease hmm. when I was in high school. That's uh-huh. crazy. I still remember this kid. Anyway, Vincent Pease, he played for Bishop McDevitt. Hope he's still doing all right. Hope he's still alive. Hope he's doing well. This was a long time ago. Vincent Pease or Bishop McDevitt could shoot like Steph Curry. And I'm telling you, you could shoot. And they had no answer for Vincent. So, coach at a boxing one. And still had no answer for Vincent. Yeah. But, but that's the last time I seen a boxing one. So to see, and we're talking about, I was six, 17 years old. You know what I mean? So we're literally talking about 18 years ago when I seen a boxing one. And it's and he, he, he's, he was willing to do a high school defense in, in an NBA game to confuse um, confuse Steph Curry and confuse the team. He's willing to change things up. He like his, his matchups are different. Nick Nurse is the best coach in basketball at this point in time. Right now? Throughout the playoffs, of course he it's, is. It's a masterpiece right now. What he's done with his team and how he's, you know, pulled them from the dirt and how it's hard. It's hard when you have a superstar come to your team to integrate them well. The reason why it worked with LeBron is because, I mean, LeBron realistically could play anywhere. He's that great. Yeah. And he also had a bunch of talent around him. Yeah. But it's hard. You've seen superstars go to a team. You've seen, like, you know, when Butler went to the Wolves. It it just Weird. It didn't work. And, you know, even PG on the Thunder, they're not as good as they should be. Nope. It's LeBron on the Lakers. Yeah, and I said we'll see. It's what hard. Happens. I think that team's doo doo, but it's one of those things where it's like um, it's it's t- it, Kawhi was the right guy, was mm-hmm. the right person there that said the personnel. So what I, I got sidetracked about the uh, Nick Nurse thing. The, the, fi- the finish. What I'm saying about Nick is Dwayne Casey had to get up out of there. He did. Now you can always play the devil's advocate. And say what if he had Kawhi? What would happen? This is what I do know, and I'm telling you, I started. I told you I, do, I was doing a whole bunch. So I got to see. Maybe I started actually trying a little hard on this. Wow. Show. Yeah, I know because I usually come in here, man. Because listen, I know I, I know a whole bunch of basketball, David Bloom. If you can't tell, so yeah. I said I, can, <laughs> I said I know Enough. a whole bunch of basketball. Oh, you still ain't gonna get Sensei props? That's okay though. They close out tonight. You go ahead and give me my props. They gonna be no because I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna have to take queued up about me saying the Raptors gonna win. I'm gonna take queued up about to say the whole. Thing. I'm what did you say? In up. what? Watch. In what? Watch. You'll see. And we go queue it up. Because I, I don't give, first, first of all, I don't give you props for saying how many games someone's going to win a series in. Okay. Pick the series. I picked the Raptors, man. I'm like, they're going to win in six. You're, you're not, if you're not, who, who gives a damn what you say how many, how many, because everyone comes back and go, well, well, I didn't say this. Pick a team. So, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, well, I picked my team. Yeah, right now you, I'm feeling real wrong. No, because anything could change, man. There's, there's three games that are left. So it's we've, just. We've seen it's, even the Warriors come back down 3-1 versus a tough team. I would advise people, because I know who's not going to mess around. The Raptors are not going to mess around tonight. Oh, no. So everybody else needs to calm down, but the Raptors are going to be focused. But what I was trying to say is, Dwayne, this, it's an indictment on Dwayne Casey. I'm going to do my little research, man. Dwayne Casey never played Pascal Siakam. Never. And I'm saying in my singing like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he did have to get up out of there. I'm not saying that's why they fired him, but clearly Nick Nurse sees basketball differently than Dwayne Casey does. He must because he... Because Pascal was there last year. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, and I looked at how many minutes he played him. He barely got off the bench. And that always frustrates me. This is why I'm a be- I'm a bench guy because I started out playing basketball as a bench guy. So yes, I get I? very frustrated when I see players that are starting when you don't know what that guy can do. You don't even know why. Why should a superstar get injured for you? Have to see what somebody can do. That 
I, people, it drives me crazy. People deserve their chance because some of the best players in history have been found from off the Absolutely. bench. Absolutely, that works in. I mean, it's it's a little more common in like football and baseball, but even in basketball, you see guys emerge and you're like, oh, oh, give them a shot. Not, listen, not everyone. Every, the bench. This is the, this is why soccer uses the bench, and it's not a negative. That's why I love soccer. Yeah, the, yeah, man. Because the bench in soccer is the bench from Manchester City a few years ago had more money than like the most of the starters in Barclays Premier League. Their bench had more of a, a, a pay, like they got paid more than anybody in the league. So like mm-hmm. soccer sees a bench a little different. And I hate the perception of a bench that these are weaker players because because you can go back to football to all these undrafted free agents who are Hall of Famers. Terrell, Terrell Davis and, and the sixth round pick of Tom Brady and the seventh round pick of my favorite player, Shannon Sharp. Like, if you if people had it their way, then you would say this is these are how these players are. So when I see a guy like Nick Nurse that can take a guy like Pascal Siakam and see something that Dwayne Casey didn't, I'm always gonna give that dude props because Dwayne Casey did not see this. Exactly. He missed this. And <laughs> and it's just to look how great and usually those play how great Pascal Siakam is. And you know, usually these players are these guys are they're tough, they're big, they can finish at the rim. My the first thing that pops into my mind was, you know, before the Raptors had Chris Paul, they had a guy by the name of Montrez Harrell. And they weren't doing anything with Montrez. You know, they weren't doing nothing. See? They trade him over the over to the Clippers. Look what he was doing. Look what look what he's doing. You, he's, you see? He's in the running for sixth man of the year. With his teammates. That's crazy, right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, so, so what I'm trying to say is, not, not everybody is, is like that, but with all due respect, ain't no way in hell Pascal Siakam got that much better in a year. Do you? What I'm trying to say is, he could ball. Yes, he can. So you're trying to, most improved player, that's almost disrespectful. Because what if he was like, yeah, nah, man, I was, I like, if, what if he was right here, I'm like, yo, Pascal, how much did you work? Like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I was good. I was just sitting here the entire time. What if he said that? Because because everyone's like, oh, 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 the improvement of Pascal. I'm like, how do we know? Improvement. How do we know? Yeah, the improvement, you know. His minute stat went way up, and look what else happened. And Rube's like, oh, I, that's so crazy so how that works sometimes. I'm just, what I'm trying to say it's is, talent. Nick Nurse is not getting enough credit because everybody wants to talk about injuries. That's what everybody wants to talk about. They want to change the narrative when it was going on. And I tell you, all these other teams were battling injuries. Everyone was like, oh, the Warriors. When all these players were going down, LeBron lost two legit All Stars. And like they were like, nah, you know, you got to play with who you got. So now the Warriors are down, and everyone just like changing the narrative. Like, oh, this, oh, this team—they have seen things that you will never, you can't imagine what the Warriors are going through. You can't imagine. This is just—they're fighting for their lives. I'm like, oh. what the, what the hell? In their fifth straight finals. Oh, poor, <laughs> poor guys fighting for their lives. Oh, are two of them injured? It's not like they've played injured players their entire, entire dynasty. Entire dynasty. That's what they've been doing. And like, I gotta credit them. They are a good team. They are a bunch of good players. Absolutely. They are a good team. But the problem is, and I'll explain this a little bit too, is you can have too many All-Stars. You can have. Because the I thing is, everybody tries to be the guy. And not only does everybody try to be the guy, but if everybody can do everything, you're not playing your role. You know? The thing that made so many of these teams in the playoffs right now who are going far great was, I mean, look. Look at the Nuggets. Look at the Clippers. They have guys, they may not have, like, all-star guys, or not even all-stars, but they might not have, like, like superstar, best-of-all-time type of guys. Yeah, Murray but, will emerge eventually, but right now it's just Jokic. Yeah, it's just Jokic. But everybody else? So you look at the Nuggets team, and you're like, who, who do they have? Truly. But they're doing good? Because they're all playing their role, and that's how it needs to work sometimes. You have guys setting up this guy and playing with this guy. 
if you're playing your role, it's much different than everybody trying to be the man. And that's the problem with the Warriors. When they went 73 and 9, they had a bunch of role players, a bunch of depth, and they were and they were winning games. Mm. When they put too many all-stars, and I think Excuse me. The addition of Boogie was a mistake. I've always said that. Because it put the final all-star on that team. So the center guy, the whoever they had at center, McGee, Bogut, whatever, he wasn't playing his role. What now saying. Durant's trying to be the man. And Clay Thompson does it well. He he's he can be the man, but he also knows how to play the role. But the rest of them, Curry, even Draymond, they try to be the guy too many times. And the egos clash, the talent clashes, and eventually nobody's supporting each other. It's like five dudes all reading different lines in a play versus making a scene together. You all joined up. We joined up with a seventy-three-nine team. Um, they they had a, they had a, and they had the team up three and one, closing it out with one more game at their home facility. You you cannot to me gain not for me. You, I can't respect you as a team if you had to add Kevin Durant. So it's that's the thing that always bothers me about the whole situation in this dynasty. It was a dynasty before Kevin Durant. I don't think adding him makes it a dynasty. He, no. He Listen, man, look. He didn't need to be there for them to win more. No! They were doing fine. They'd won a championship before. Oh, they got three games. They blew the lead, but that's okay. LeBron James had to have an out-of-body experience in an all-time block, and Kyrie had to hit an all-time jumper just oh, to win. That's one of like, my favorite basketball games of, of all time. It's one of the greatest man. basketball games I've ever seen in my life. Ever. And the thing about it is that like— That lasts like three minutes. It's one of just... the greatest basketball games of all time. Truly is. Truly is. Rewatch it, y'all. Think. It's one of the greatest games ever. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like—because Draymond had like 900 points. But it was like— <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just just watch the sequence from block to jump to Ky- LeBron block— Kyrie Might shot. be the greatest sequence of basketball. Just, ever, truly. just one of my favorites. No, and that's one of those things, that I, and I think about this all the time. When it when it comes to that, I go next year they probably would have been back in the same spot. Don't tell me they needed that Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant left because he wanted to leave, and he left. Good for him. And now there's this whole speculation about will he, will he or won't he? And, I, and the whole thing about that is, I'm a firm believer in if you really wanted to debt it, you could debt it and say I'm playing for the Warriors next year. Don't tell me you're keeping your options open. Stop at getting annoyed with people if unless you just answer the question. If you go, I'm staying here. Why aren't you saying that? Mm-hmm. You're not saying that because you're waiting for July, and that's. J- I just wish people would keep it a little more real because you could easily. Because why y'all keep asking me these questions? Because you ain't answering it. Yeah, you, you keep going. I'm keeping. Why are you keeping your options open? You're you're a warrior. Say I'm a warrior for life. They can't say anything else. Oh, they'd be done. They'd be done, right? So they have no. So the reason why you haven't said that is because. You're keeping your options open. Yeah, he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, the Warriors are You want to see what Unk's going to do. You want to see what AD's going to mm-hmm. do. You want to see. Because if they go to New York, that's where mm-hmm. you're going. Oh, yeah. But so it's one of those things where, man, we'll see how things shape out. Um, but overall thoughts on game four, um, with, and, and definitely in the series, Kawhi is averaging 40.2 minutes, 30.8 points a game, 10.3 rebounds a game, 4.0 assists a game, 2.0 steals a game, and 1.0 block per game. So you said 2.0 steals? Yeah. Oh my God! People yeah. forget his defense. Yeah, That's the yeah. thing about like Kawhi Leonard. Steals. <laughs> is people forget how good of a defender he is? Because they, I mean, God, there was this old commercial one time. Uh, okay, it was these two guys. Uh, if we can, I can't pull it up now. But uh, there was these two guys, and they're standing at a podium, and they're both like, I think it's the same dude playing both guys. It's a kid, right? And then he's going on <laughs> about Kawhi's Kawhi's uh, Kawhi's offense, mm-hmm. right? He's saying he's a great scorer and a driver and everything, great finisher. Now the other one, the other side's going on about Kawhi's defense, right? And I, I kind of want to pose this question because it's interesting. The question that the moderator proposed was, could Kawhi get buckets on Kawhi? Good Lord. 
And that was and that was just I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> is with a great two-way player like that who's just phenomenal phenomenal at offense and pheno- and a just amazing defender. I think he's a better defender, so I think I don't think he, I think he have a hard time scoring on himself. That's, to be the, amazing, that's the amazing thing is Kawhi Leonard could guard Kawhi Leonard. So, so that's we, how good of a defender he is. So we got Game Five in literally um, a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, who, starting who, now. Who wins Game Five? Uh, why do they win Game Five? Mm. Okay, well, do, I got, the, do the do, does Toronto close it out tonight? I got two narratives. One, they're going back to Toronto, and that's a big, big. Big momentum shift. You better believe it. That's going to be the loudest crowd of all time. Of all time. Drake's going to be doing his nonsense. Drake will drop a new song if they win the title tonight. He's, oh, he's going to be. Here first. He's going to drop a, like a Warriors type diss track. He's going to be I in a. I promise you he got that prepared. He okay. got a track. Okay, bold prediction. Mm. Drake is going to be wearing mm. some sort of some sort of shirt or, or some sort of shirt that mm. has like a picture of the Warriors on it? <laughs> I don't know why I'm going crazy with this, but I just I don't know. think he's just going to be in the standard OVO. No, 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 he's no. He's no, going no. all out. But I think for this game, mm-hmm. there's two narratives. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, the Warriors, even though they got Kevin Durant back, the chemistry's off, they're playing horribly, they're stumbling over their own feet, turning the ball over, which they, the stupid careless turnovers was one of the big reasons why they lost Game you 3 exactly you the same believe. way as Game 4. They can, you know, stumble and trip and everything, and the Raptors will just stone cold. Kawhi Leonard, you know when you're making that comeback? Like, I'll be playing, like, table tennis, and I'll be making a comeback, and, and I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm just, I'm not smiling, I'm quiet, Tell and me. then once I win, I'm like, yeah, screw you. Yep, but that's what I'm waiting for. It could be that, and, you know, they're playing great, and the nurse is coaching well, and they're, you know, they're trapping Curry in the corner, and they're playing defense, and the Warriors just, they're airballing, and they can't make shots. You, I mean, you saw in, what was it, game, had to be game four that Seth Curry just, Airballed a you know baseline jump shot, and I was just like that. That is the end of the game. Or mm. the Warriors reinvigorate themselves. Mm-hmm. They you know come to the new city, got Kevin Durant back, and he's just you know the walking bucket. He drops anywhere from twenty to 30, 40 if he's the greatest player alive right now. Forty greatest player of all time. And you know they you know they show the Raptors we are the better team. You got to come back to Golden State, mm. to the Bay Area, mm. to Oakland to beat us, and. Out of the two, my here's the problem is my heart, my heart, because of what I've seen, it tells me that the, you know, it's gonna be the Warriors showing up and proving to the Raptors that, oh, we're the real deal. But what three one does mentally to the team with only one. They can pretend all they want. That's 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 weighing on them. It's weighing on them because you say, Oh, we gotta be perfect. And sometimes when you're trying to be perfect, ultimately you stumble. So while my heart definitely says the Warriors are going to take this one, I got to go with the Raptors tonight Whoa, solely because hey. of my my brain. And, you know, you can want things and think things. And, it's true. And I just I don't see the Warriors. You know, I see this game if they do win. If the Warriors do win, I really don't think that they can get three straight. And I want it. I've seen it against the Thunder, but this is not that same Warriors team that faced that Thunder team. It's not. Yep, I agree. Oh, completely agree. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, just, I got, I got Toronto closing it out. They have to. They have no choice. Um, if they don't, the momentum that the Warriors get from this win, wanna, you just don't want. To, you don't want to have to close it out at home. You don't want to have to. Anything can happen in a game seven. You seen what LeBron and them did. You want, you want to, you want to close this out right now. Trust me. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if Kevin Durant's returning. I do not 
care. You say, okay. Toronto is the better basketball team. They are. Don't give me this. It wouldn't even be closed if they had Durant. You can't say that. We don't know that because they're about to get him back now. And everybody acting like he's the second coming of the the Lord and Savior himself. So he should drop 40 tonight. Since y'all everybody here out here talking to me like he's returning about blowing up my phone. Why y'all blowing up my phone? Stop blowing up my phone. I don't get paid for this. Stop blowing my phone up when I'm trying to chill. Watch Columbo. But listen, man. <laughs> listen. Oh, man. Listen, man. I got Toronto winning tonight. Um, I want I wanted to be a blowout. I only wanted to be close. I wanted really? to be I want them to beat this team. I by. want a close game. No, 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 no. I want it to be over. No, close. Wrap it up. If it, listen, as long as the Toronto Raptors get the dub, I'm good. Got it like 106, 92. Ooh, that's yeah. That's about right. I the, want them to win. I don't care how they win. I just want them to win. The one problem that I do see for the Raptors against the team with now Kevin Durant and, you know, Clay Thompson, who's had that game for experience, is the way the Warriors go on a run. You no better matter, believe it. No matter what lead you have against them, even though you are this they Raptors team with the run. momentum, they will end up going on a run. And the game, <clears throat> the game the Raptors have to play and the biggest test for them is can they stop the run like they've been doing, you know, all finals. Yeah. But the difference is now the Warriors have one extra. And, and it's not like they have, like, one role player back. They got Kevin Durant back. And while he's not healthy, he's still, you know. What if he's, I told you, if he's if he's 60%, he is, is still, a, is a still dangerous man. Still one of the best, you know, ball players ever. It's a dangerous man, I he, see. When he's on the team and when he's spreading the floor and they really get shooters everywhere because he can pull up at, like, at like eight foot two. He can pull it from anywhere. He can pull it from the three, the mid-range. He can dunk on you. That's how Kevin Durant works. When you have him, the runs just get easier, and they get better. And all of a sudden, you'll be down, you know, 10, 12, 15, and the Warriors are just making a comeback. Third quarter, fourth quarter, the Raptors have to stop that. And if they can stop that, you know, you know, with trapping Steph Curry and, you know, playing high school defense and, you know, maintaining a defensive presence while going, even if they got to trade buckets while they're up 10, if they can do that and they can have high offensive efficiency, they're going to have no problem tonight. We'll see, man. Uh, with that being said, uh, I want you to do a little letter grade for me, man. Mm-hmm. A little letter grade action. Can you grade the referee's performance throughout this playoffs? Oh, man. The entire playoffs. How have they done? How have they fared? Entire playoffs. Yeah. Collectively as a unit, each game, how have they done? I'll give them... Look at the good seat. That's not bad. Look at the good seat. That's not bad. It hasn't been... There hasn't been so many, like, outrageous calls... Every time you have a dynasty and every time a team's doing good, the refs always seem to... It might be a subconscious thing. They might be getting paid. I don't know. No. I don't think they are. No. The NBA is not rigged for no. anybody thinking it is. No. It's, this is professional sports. These, it's a big old business. Ask, watch anyone on a pickup game that likes basketball. They care too much. So imagine what a, a, a professional athlete. They care way too much oh, about winning. I would rather lose in a fair game than win in a rigged game 100%. if I was an NBA player. But I do think that the refs have been... They haven't been great, but they haven't been so bad as as of recent. You know, it hasn't been to a place where, like, when, like, it seemed like LeBron and Joey Crawford were, like, best friends and he was making all his calls. And it hasn't been like that, but it's, you know, NBA refs. Hasn't um, been great. Yeah, see? See for me as well. Yeah, and it's, great. and it's only and it's only because that damn call they give that freaking um, hmm. that kick out Steph Curry foul call they always give him that three point foul. Oh, boy, yeah. boy, I gotta they gotta if eliminate him. If you kick your leg out, it's a it's an offensive or, foul. Or if you pump and you jump into someone, you can't call the foul because that's not how he was going to shoot. No, they had to change that rule. They had to change the rule where where someone is they pump 
and they get the person jumping, and the person readjusts in midair, and they, they don't touch them, but you jump into their body. No, there's a difference between drawing a foul on a jump shot, and somebody jumps at you, and you go, I'm going to just go straight they, up yeah. and just get the foul call. Yeah, they got to gotta work on that. Jumping, because that's what Steph does. He jumps into somebody, jump into somebody. puts the ball about here, <laughs> and shucks it up. It's almost like they got to, because they've come up with this one. If anyone's seen, I'm backing up so the camera can see me. If anyone, yeah. if you're listening, you can't see this or, or hear me, yeah. but if anyone's seen the, uh, the this one. Yeah, the swipe the through, the, the swipe, swipe through. They've, that's not a shot motion. No. Nobody's up here like. No, there's just not. No. So, like, the sweep through, it's a good it's a good basketball move. But, like I said, they, they worked on eliminating that as yeah. well. and that's not a shot. And they, now they got to work on the jumping into they, somebody they is work, not a shot. they got to work on it. It cheapens the game. But, um, yeah, with that being said, man, we'll get up out of here, man. Everybody enjoy game five, please. Yeah. We'll be back it's here right next now. week. We'll be back here next week to wrap it all up, be our last show. Wrap it up. If, if excuse me. If Toronto wins, it'll be our last if show Toronto next wins. Monday. Um, yeah, we got but, a game um, seven on our hands, man. We're going to be back we'll be here. here. We'll be back in a couple Ooh. more weeks. Um, but, um, yeah, David Bloom, where can people find you, brother? David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, interesting finals. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. It is 6 o'clock right now, so enjoy game five. Oh, oh Evan T. Mac, Instagram, and Twitter. Enjoy the game. Yo, let's go, Kawhi! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.